the eBay GoFundMe episode. It's the one I've been putting off, but it's happening. It's today. It's today. This is the one. So yeah, I guess it's going to be official. I'm going to be going to, unless something pretty big happens in between now and then, um, yeah, it's going to happen. The eBay GoFundMe special. Thanks so much. I'm your host, Bling Vieira. First segment of the second episode of the day. I just opened a... I just started a GoFundMe. Yeah, well, I figured it was time. Now I'm going to be homeless. I got the thing in the mail today. I owe this money. I mailed that same thing to the eBay board directors like back in May. Never heard back from them. They probably did get stolen. was addressed to the chair of the board, Paulus Pressler. And I was like, hey man, here's, here's, what, here's what's going on. But um, I never heard back. You know, I, I always thought snail mail had a bigger impact, but I guess not. Anyway, anyway, it's called Voices for the eBay Community on GoFundMe. And basically, so far, what it is, is, well, I don't really know yet, entirely. Ideally, what I'd like to do is sue eBay, win, and then, because I have experience in the courtroom, win, and then redistribute that money back to sellers like myself of 20 years who were permanently suspended to keep the, for the safety of the eBay community, the threats of the eBay community. Um, that's a, that would be ideal. Like, a large settlement, I don't need that much money, so yeah, let's give it back to people who freaking need it. People who are homeless, lost their cars, lost their livelihood, or worse. I mean, it could be some pretty significant damages here. Um, I know I've suffered... <clears throat> it's been, easily, the worst four months of my life. Easily. I've had some pretty bad times too, but that it's easily been the worst four months of my life. All because of eBay, yes. Well, the pre precipitated effects, side effects, that happened after they didn't pay me. And I had a lot going on, my livelihood. I was going to trade with it, I was going to get, get back in there, get a second chance. And no, I would not have started this GoFundMe had I received the payout, blew all the money on my own, that's it. I would not have. I, I would just be like, well, that sucks. I'm stupid. And I just start skipping through life like I always was, I guess, just being stupid. But that's not what happened. I was expecting the money. It didn't show up. Not for some time. And I was expecting it by April 11th because I sold items on April 6th and 7th. And on April 16th, I demanded it. Account got uh, suspended permanently. Permanently suspended. 
So it it threw, and I don't want to sell anything on there. I don't want to buy anything on there. So that's not, the permanent suspension was not a, like a real, I guess, penalty or it ruined some plans, the permanent suspension did, because I was just going to sell all my stuff on the way out. But I'm not going to sell anything on there if they're stealing money and then permanently suspend it anyway. So it didn't really make a difference, not to me. Um, writing to the Better Business Bureau, there's some responses there, but it's just the template, stupid answers. So I was like, okay, well, that's, I mean, it's, I guess it's worth a try, worth a shot, but nah. Um, I did, I actually did eventually receive my payout, I think in June, but at that, that's two months, was it June? I don't know. It was two months after the fact. Um, my car alone was $1,680 to get that out, which I paid on June 3rd. I couldn't get it out because it was towed 40 miles away. It's a direct result of eBay's recklessness, carelessness, greed. I've talked about it so much, so just go back and listen. I'm not going to go into all the details, just kind of gloss over them here, but I really wanted to at least present it to the world. The GoFundMe is started, and I, I started a Patreon thing today too, because really it's, it's coming down to the wire here. I'm probably going to be homeless here. There's no, it's not a stunt, it's not anything. It, it's something I've never experienced. It's something I don't want to do. I think it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. Um, I don't have any luxuries. I have a pretty small car as it is. And who knows how long, how much longer I'll even have that car for when I did finally get it out, which was kind of a hassle. Um, everything that I've tried to do, it seems like there's been hurdles um, along the way. It's just, it ha I haven't been able to get, get like a grip, get my footing back. I, I haven't been able to advance or excel in anything. It's just like that happened, it got worse, and it just got worse from there. Yeah, sure, the payout was nice in June for a second, but it was already gone. It was already gone. I was already two months behind every, it didn't, it made no difference at all. Like a phone bill or whatever else, like whatever. It was already, it didn't matter either way. It, it was too late. When you sell something, you expect to receive payment for those things. And I, I just didn't. Now you don't expect to wait 60 days. You don't. Even eBay's marketing ads, they'll say, oh, just two or three days, and then instant payouts and like all this dumb shit. It's a lie. I have no idea why they withheld it, but other than there's organized crime from within or there's, they're broke and it's a Ponzi scheme and they're just holding money to like, pay sellers from two months ago and then use that money and pay those money. It just, it's stupid. It's stupid. I, I, would, I did not agree to that. No way. And on Reddit, they'll say, you sign the user agreement, you sign, or eBay's community boards, you sign the user agreement and that's just, it's a load of crap. Because I was expecting what their marketing materials say, get paid in two or three days, it gets transferred bank account, everything's good. There's so many people that are suffering from this. And if, if I can do something, like, so help me. I think there's a lot more to the story still, though, that I'll tell you guys along the way. I think it'll be not so much fun, but it'll be at least past the time on the way to San Jose, California. Um, when that takes place, I want to be there by October or sooner, if I can. 
but I have to get things figured out here first. Like, well, I, most of it I'm probably gonna end up leaving behind and it's pretty sad, man. It, 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 I've never ever had something like this happen in my life. Um, I've had some pretty rough times. I've been like, yeah, the, the, the stalking charges, like the fake stalking charges and it's like the weird, I've had weird stuff happen and it was quite a disruption. I lost the job because of it, a law firm because of it. But I did get some legal experience from it. I did, I was able to beat it. And it was dismissed. It shouldn't have been there in the first place, but yeah. I did with filing paperwork and seeing how the whole system works and how lawyers lie. And and I'm not a lawyer, no. But I do have some legal experience and I'm no spring chicken when it comes to like filling out paperwork and understanding stuff like that. So yeah, ideally it's gonna be a, a lawsuit against eBay from myself. And if it's, a, if it's a huge settlement, then yeah, I'd love to give it back to people that are suffering from eBay's, the victims of eBay's decisions to be greedy and stupid. But if not, because I've heard stories and stuff and read about stuff about, um, it just, it's, uh, it takes forever, it's super expensive and all that. And I got a lot of time on my hands now. I got a lot of time on my hands now. And as far as expenses go, I guess that's why I started the GoFundMe thing. Cause I don't have any money now at all, none. I'm still gonna try and make it over there one way or the other, but certainly make it a lot easier, a lot more uh, not torturous, less torturous trying to make it over there with at least a little bit of uh, help and some funding. But really, I think just being a, a voice for people that can't do it, that are stuck in, in their situation right now who were affected, but they can't do what I'm doing. They don't, they're not, I'm in Utah, so California's just kind of over there. I have to go through Nevada. All right, good, peace and quiet. It's still a little bit of a journey, and there's probably gonna be some back and forth with that too, because if I file something here in district court in Utah, then take it over there, and I said, oh, you have to file it here, and then cancel that, and three months later, and just have to file that, and file this again. Either way, these type of things take time, and I'm an impatient person, so it's gonna be difficult for me to, to be patient throughout all of it. However, however, I, I, so my experience as far as legal stuff goes, um, you can go back and listen to the other one, but it, it costs money to even file something, to even start something, to even be heard. And it's interesting because I've learned, a I've learned a ton from all of this with eBay, but even getting that fake stocking charge against me from Hanks and Peterson here in Salt Lake, the, uh, the attorneys, the lawyers here in Salt Lake that filed it, they took the time to file it and do whatever. Man, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking, but just to r realize that you don't have any rights unless you have money. If you can't, if you can't uh, file something, you can't even afford to, you have to do the waiver thing. And there's no guarantee if that waiver is even gonna be heard, but it's so complicated. And here in the United States, we talk about freedom and like, you know, truth and justice and democracy spreading our democracy around the world with bombs. But, like, it, it's not how it 
it's being portrayed, especially nowadays. I think after the pandemic, it's been so much more difficult to have like individual rights, I think, but I don't think anyone really cares as much these days either. I mean, with what I've noticed here locally is like those, spy, I call them spy machines. They're those portable solar powered cameras and microphones and whatever else that says Salt Lake City Police on it. And they just wheel them into Liberty Park, wheel them into Smith's parking lot, drop them off, turn them on, solar powered. And they just sit there with cameras and microphones. I don't know what it is, probably infrared. Who knows? Like, who knows? Or maybe that, yeah, maybe they'll disclose it to us and say, like, oh, we're just, uh, we're just monitoring for the safety. It's not for the safety, though. It's, it's too much, I think, in my opinion. Maybe it is for the safety. Maybe it is. It's too much, in my opinion. It's too much surveillance. It's too intrusive. But nobody cares. They're just there. They're in parking lots. They're in parks. They're by the zoo. They're just there. And they just showed up there one day. And they're, they're just, no one, there was no vote. There was no, okay, that's cool. Or no, there's no way we could accept those. And they're just there one day. I think the pandemic made everyone a little bit more complacent and a little less, a little less spine there, a little uh, invertebrate. And so a lot of times I think people just accept it or take it or just say, okay, I'll start again, I'll start over again. Like I started over one too many times, that's it. I did it last year with Hanks and Peterson. I'm not doing it again here with eBay. I will not. I'm not taking anyone's advice as far as like, oh, just get a job that you don't like for a little bit. It's like, no way. I've already done that. I've wasted plenty of time doing that. I had a job last year. It seemed like a good job too. It would have been a pretty good fit, I'm pretty sure. I was told to get a, to be a real man and get a job, to get a job at a law firm, hey, shit. And then fired. Because some fake shit from a lawyer who told me to get a job. That kind of hypocrisy, that kind of stupidity, that kind of ignorance and inept mental capacity. It's like, I don't have the patience for it anymore. I'm not gonna do it. And so to to see how eBay is sort of treating people here, ignoring people, taking money from people, holding money from people, not paying people, buyers and sellers alike. And I think the majority of them are like, okay, well, I'll just wait another 30 days. And it's like, it's not supposed to be like this. Their marketing says like two or three days. Let's just say two weeks at the most. Let's just say two weeks, 10 days. I never got it. I needed that money to, to survive pretty much here. I never got it. I told them that, specifically. I do understand your concern. You know, unfortunately, it's, it's a, the payout system right now. Uh, we have to go to this other tier that doesn't accept phone calls. It's like, I don't think so, man. I don't think so, not this time. But I was playing along, I was trying to play along. Up until it's like, yeah, your account is permanently suspended and you'll have to get your money from the state and write to unclaimedfunds.gov. It's like, nope, you guys messed up there. And maybe I'll lose. Maybe I'll totally lose and maybe I'll owe them even more money. Hey, great. For their lawyer, their court fees and court costs and stuff. All right. 
Like, if you don't have any money, you don't have any rights. If you don't have any money, you don't have any rights. And you get stuck in this hole, and you can't get out of it. The police start to confiscate your... What, civil property confiscation or something like that. And if you don't have anything, and that's what it, they do, they confiscate your property for their investigation. You haven't done anything. There's nothing there. And it's just gone. You have to get it back out of their evidence room or something for a, a fee. You have to pay some more fees and fines and approvals and paperwork. It's like, I don't think... This doesn't sound like a lot of freedom here, does it? And in every state, it's going to be different. In every part of the world, it's going to be different. Um, here in Utah, we don't have... Like red light cameras, I know they have them in Arizona, and like it's just, it's just little things, and it's just inching more and more towards like surveillance and control. And if you don't have any money, you're done. And the concept of like paper money actually being worth something or something on a computer screen, not even tangible, just like a number there that you can see in your account. Like paper money is not. It's not a knife, it's not a fishing pole, it's not a skill, it's just paper. Like, paper, it's not backed up by gold. But everyone is obsessed with this paper. It's like, it doesn't do anything, though. I mean, yeah, it does as far as now, it's commerce and stuff, but it's not... It, it's, it's kind of eye-opening to me here. Everyone's fighting for it, everyone's trying to hoard it. You see these photos of even foreign, foreign countries outside of the United States that it's just these huge like duffel bags full of cash that they that they have a payment for whatever oil whatever it's like man just one of the one of those duffel bags alone could like for an entire year and stay alive be fine be comfortable for a year that paper money and what's it doing all the way over there anyway like why do they have so much of it over there you know, i'm sitting here trying to work trying to do whatever do whatever everything everything everyone's telling me to do I'm just barely getting by yeah I had a moment there for a minute but it was totally uh, yeah this the domino started falling once he bit didn't pay me my money and to me that's not acceptable anymore because I'm old I'm old and I did everything everyone told me to do and somehow somehow was able to accomplish that somehow. I still owe, what, 1,049 in the previous episode? It's not, I guess it's not a done deal just yet, but just to be ignored by the company that took your money and then it's just like, well, good luck. Well, it's a civil matter and do whatever. Like, you have to spend money in order to even have rights in the courtroom, to even be heard. It's, it costs money, time, effort pay a lawyer for however many months run out of money they stop working for you that money's gone and the outcome is you lose I don't know why it's like that I don't know why it has to be like that if it's if it's so unbiased and it's so fair and it's, it's, it's weighted equally and for the people and by the people then why not have it be accessible why not have it be plain English why not have it be practical and reasonable you have to wait three months or years even for some of this stuff to to get figured out it doesn't make sense like why why does it have to take so long 
Why does it have to be so complicated? Why do you have to pay? Why does it have to be so expensive? You go to Utah Metalworks and steal a bunch of aluminum from them. The, the cops show up, and you get put in handcuffs, and you're hauled off to jail. That's it. Tell it to the judge, right? Utah Metalworks steals your aluminum cans. There's nothing. Yeah, you can try and file whatever, and there's just nothing you can do. You can try, but it, if you don't have... If you're recycling aluminum cans for money, there's a good chance you don't have money, right? It's the filing fees, the court costs, the time, the effort. And then there's no guarantee that you'll even win. Like, you could lose all that effort, all that time, all the, the filing fees and stuff. You could just be like, well, you forgot to do this, the V form 62 and the form, this form and that form, and you should have done it this time, and I can't hear this case because I'm late for lunch. Like, it, it, it's not right. It's not right. And if you can't do it on your own, you have to pay someone to do it, and if you don't have money, then you're, you can't pay anyone to do it. Well, if you don't have money, why don't you go get a job, like, collect cans? And, like, it's this circular argument of condescension and uh, stupidity, it seems like to me. I need to be a real man and get a job. I do, and I get fired from someone who is a real man who filed some fake thing. That's not even true. And whose consequences? It's mine. eBay steals money, doesn't pay me. Hey, cool, I'm homeless. And at a time in my life that for years I was promised, or at least told, told, that doors of opportunity and once you know all you have to do is just complete this get this done and once you do and then whatever and then this will happen and you'll just be so grateful that you did and be one of us finally and hoard all your money and be all greedy and be one of us dude and when I did everything and then this is how it ends up like homeless no I'm pissed that's not how no that's not okay with me and that's just me like, what about everybody else that's been taken from, taken advantage of, their honesty, just being nice, their patience? Like, if they're just barely getting caught up, then they get set back because they didn't get their eBay payout or they paid for something, even something for their business. They pay for it, they never receive it, eBay doesn't help, it gets lost in the mail, USPS, whatever. Something, something is going on at eBay and it's, it's pretty widespread corruption, I think. It's, it's um, organized crime inside. It's organized crime outside. It's foreign actors, foreign entities infiltrating and doing their thing. Uh, Man-in-the-middle attacks, lots of technology involved, lots of um, data infrastructure problems. And don't try and... I know my... my uh, eBay sub there, eBay subreddit there. I know they're gonna be like, oh, but just send user agreement, data infrastructure. It's like that website is so buggy and so not safe. Like, why are you, why are you guys championing this website all the time? You guys must work for eBay then. Elon Musk has money to uh, expose Twitter pretty much for all the nonsense that goes on there, right? You have to have money to do the same thing here. 
I don't know how many are there on, on Reddit and Twitter and everywhere else. I, eBay's community board, I don't know. But it would be pretty interesting to get some answers, I think. Instead of just, we're permanently suspending your account of 20 years that's above standard, 100%, 1,800 feedback, uh, very, very few negative feedback. Like, there's zero reasoning for it to be a fraudulent or fake account. And if it does seem like a fraudulent or fake account, give me a phone call. We can clear it up that way. Be like, oh, shit, no, that's not me. I'm not selling that stuff, yeah. Cancel it, hold it, withhold it, the payments, do whatever. No, that's not me. That's it. That's all you would need to do, man. Wait 60 days, wait 30 days, 45 days, just never get it at all. Write to the government, unclaimedfunds.gov. Like, no, that's not, that's not right. Something's going on there. It's a security department that doesn't receive phone calls. Why? It's only messages. It take two or three days to just give it two, two or three days to respond. Why? Let's figure that out. My account was suspended for threatening behavior or threats to the eBay community. Let's see that. What, what's going on there? Why is that? I want an explanation. I want answers. But they're not. There are there are none. It's just that's it. Due to threat, threatening the eBay community, threats to the eBay community, the safety of the eBay community. It's like you guys eBay is the one that's threatening the community by not paying them, by withholding payouts, by not helping buyers either. It's got to be organized crime from within. It has to be. Ex-employees, current employees, departments, managed payouts department. It has to be. Um, Different groups probably going rogue and just pretending like they're all for it. They're all for truth and honesty and safety and all that. And then after hours, at home, during work, whatever, it's the opposite. It's money. It's money, 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 money. Who can they steal from? And if, if it just continues to, to go like this, so many people are getting ripped off. Consumers are getting ripped off. Buyers and sellers, both. They're getting ripped off. And there are zero consequences for this company that's doing it. Zero. None. They're just chugging along, steamrolling through it. Just, you sign the user agreement. There's no consequences. And you're the one that's hungry, late on rent, late fees, reconnect fees, impound fees, repossession fees. Because you're expecting money. Or you're expecting equipment for your business that you bought on eBay. Or just something you bought on eBay expecting to receive it you never did they don't help should have filed this sooner should have done that sooner like like I don't they work for eBay then huh the fact that buyers aren't receiving anything for something that they've purchased they go on reddit it's just this condescension stupid yeah it's so stupid man it's obvious that something's going on there that they're on reddit and they're not receiving anything or they'll receive something different they'll receive some weird box of stuff the tracking numbers and the same zip code just disappears as it's delivered and it's not 
It's like, what is going on here? You guys? Like, what's going on? That's what I want to find out. Like, that's what the whole Go- GoFundMe startup is for. That's what the, that's what it's for. Answers. I want answers, people, right now. I've never been in this situation in my life before. So, it's, it's, a, it's unique to me. And I'm trying to navigate it the best I can. But I, I want some answers here. You, you can't just say... For the safety of the eBay community, we permanently suspended your account for 20 years. I relied on this. 20 years. Not always the best experience. Ups and downs on both both ends, but, like, that's bullshit. You do try and get answers, it gets downvoted, and everyone attacks you, and everyone makes excuses for this company. And it's like, well, what's going on then? Well, all the executives are tra- traveling over and stalking people. And sending weird shit to them and doing weird shit. If if you're listening to this podcast for like the first time pretty much, and you're not familiar with what six eBay executives did, seven I think, including the CEO. Not not the CEO now, but the one before. There's another fall guy, right? If you're not familiar with what they did, it, th- these are the upper level security like executives that are in charge of like security that's it like it, it's they're the ones that are doing this back in 2019 20, whenever it was it's not just a few employees or ex-employees or any of that it's it was the current director of security and everything else, global strategy, something, yeah, it, it's integrity, global integrity, something stupid. And they're flying first class, they're terrorizing people, and they're terrorizing the people that are critical of their company, exposing the truth, telling the truth, voicing their opinion. CEO steps down, they go to jail, go to prison, plead guilty. They, they pled guilty. Interstate cyber stalking, cyber crime, all of it. They, they, they're guilty. Forge of uh, documents and uh, And so I'm just going off of that, the track record there. Just a few years ago, director of security and you expect you expect me to believe that it's a safe site to buy or sell anything on now had i known about that story there's no way i would have sold anything back in april at all i would have done it locally and i would have been just fine blown the money on my own and been homeless on my own anyways right or not or not or got getting a second chance taking a swing back at the market getting back in there and that's it happily ever after right with with the with where I'm at in my life now and it was like a turning point man it, it, it could have gone either way and it went the wrong way here so I have a lot at stake here I've lost a lot I've lost everything because of it I've, I've really quite literally lost everything because of this all my 
efforts for the past two years, all of my efforts to keep my stuff, get my stuff, stalking charges, bullshit, lies, uh, court fees, filing fees, court hearings, more lies, getting fired from jobs, and all like all this shit. And I just continued to, to try and put effort into. Don't, baby, just keep trying, keep trying. Get a job you don't like. Nightmare jobs I hated. And this is how it lands? This is, how, this is what ends up here? At the end? Just like this, on the finish line. So eBay's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, that's not okay with me, man. It's not. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to say something about it. I'm going to do something about it. If it fails, oh, well. But if I... I know that there's others that are other victims from eBay that are, are suffering from their losses, from the, the lack of leadership at eBay, from the greed that's there, from the organized crime. It's not a safe website, man. And it's, it's taken... It, it's gone off the rails. It, it's, it's headed in a... In a I mean, it, it paved the way for e-commerce, um, and now it's paving the way for the exit of e-commerce. It, it's sure it seemed like a good idea, I'm sure, but just a few bad apples, and it's gone, man. Corporate divestitures. There's something fishy going on there on eBay, man. I'm telling you, from the top all the way down, and it's not just what happened a few years ago in Boston and the director of global integrity and whatever and a few of the, the poor uh, intern interns that were probably just suckered into it like okay we have to do what our bosses tell us to do break the law like and terrorize people like the only threat to the eBay community by withholding money by withholding payouts permanently suspending decades-old accounts. Like, that, the threat is eBay. No views, you don't have any more views. Zero view count. Oh, another update. Can't print these shipping labels. Like, something is going on there, man. Packages are lost. It says it's delivered. So that's why I started it. I mean, I've been mulling it over for a while, but I was still kind of crossing my fingers like, hey, Maybe I can fund this on my own. Maybe I can do this on my own. Maybe I'll get lucky again and get back in there and uh, make a bunch of money and not have to worry about this anymore. But I'm going to be on the street here. It's not... It's not a fear. It's going to be a reality now. I've accepted it. I'm trying to accept it more. It's difficult to leave this desk behind, this workstation behind. But, you know, I'm too weak to carry it and... I don't have any room. So, yeah, the, the whole GoFundMe Go is to give others a voice and to at least have the opportunity to, to help others, to figure out some answers, to figure out what's going on over there, make sure that someone's accountable for what happened. Because if, if you're suffering and I'm suffering from their actions, like, why are we accountable for their greed and stupidity, their ignorance, their lack of self-awareness?
Like, why are you suffering? Why are you late payments and late fees and overdraft fees all around the world? The UK? Everywhere. People are suffering, believing that this website is safe, believing that this system still works there for them at eBay, and it doesn't. It does not. In 20 years, never, not even anything close to this. And you see, read all the stories, go online, all the reviews. It's like something's going on there, and I want some answers, and that's what the GoFundMe is for. It's to survive and make it over there. Make some payments, keep the phone on. Be able to communicate with people. And make sure that their voices are heard and mine. If they can't participate, if they can't make it, they want to be anonymous or whatever, like, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to make sure that something happens here, something changes. And if I fail, then I fail. If you don't have any money, you don't have any rights. So that's why that's why it's there. I do have some experience now. I do have some experience against lies and deceit, greed, billable hours. I can beat it. And I've got done plenty of research on my own here. That there's still more to the story. There's a lot more to it. And yeah, I'm gonna be telling it along the way, the whole time. To San Jose, California. Ebay headquarters. It's going to get heard. Whether through this podcast, through a megaphone, out in front of eBay headquarters, out of a tent, through a blog, other people's voices, GoFundMe, the reception there. Like, it's, it's, I want to make a difference here. If it affected me as negatively as it has, I know it's affecting others too. So, that's it. That's what I want to do. That's the goal. Get some answers. And you get get what you're owed. Make sure your voice is heard the best I can. Thanks so much for listening.